Here's Richard. Good morning, Manchester, and to those of you in surrounding towns, welcome to Hour 2 of Gerard at Large. I am your ever-humble host, Rich Gerard. Thanks for tuning in. You can find us online at GerardAtLarge.com, and you can find us on Facebook and Twitter, also at Gerard at Large, where we encourage you to like us and to follow us, because we just want to be loved. All right. I, uh... I'm still in Facebook jail, by the way. So if you haven't seen my posts uh, in the groups that you belong to, I uh, encourage you, request you to go to Gerard at Large on Facebook and uh, share them to the groups that you're normally used to seeing them in. Uh, Facebook, you know, it's it's funny. I try to post. I can like things in various uh, uh, groups, but when I go to post something, I'm told that uh, I'm still in Facebook jail. Uh, even though a number of posts have been shared well, kind of shared because, you know, they I, I share them to the group and then I go to look for them and I can't find them. So I do a search and then it come up as this has been marked spam. So I click not spam and sometimes they come back and say, oh, well, we've checked it against our community uh, standards. And you're right. It's not spam. We publish it. The problem is they publish it as of the time it was originally attempted to be posted. Which means on some of the busier groups that I post things in, if it's a day later, no one will ever see the post. It gets it. It automatically, um, it uh, it automatically just it's it's gone. It's done. It's terrible. And so I'm not really sure what caused me to be put into uh, Facebook jail, but I'm on Facebook jail. Hate that part. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> The uh, candidate speeches for Manchester Public Television, or that, that, that Manchester Public Television records and makes available, uh, were published on Facebook last night. Would you, would you like to hear mine? Josh, can you go grab mine off of our Facebook page? Do you, what, I don't know. Do you think I should pin that to the top? What do, I, do I have something pinned to the top right now at Gerard Large? doesn't look like I do. Should I pin that to the top? Josh is saying yes. You want me to pin it to the top right now, or are you telling me you're good to go? No, I'm saying pin it to the top. Okay, I just pinned it to the top. So um, I, uh, uh, if they didn't like me before my three minute, uh, before uh, they won't like me now. Uh, I'd like your feedback on this. 606-6762, that's 606-6762. Here's my message to voters, which will start airing, I believe, today on Manchester Public Television and is available on Facebook. We've shared it to our School board page, our Gerard at Large page, um, my personal page, and, and a couple others where I'm a page administrator. Ooh, that means I just thought of something. I should be able to share this. Let me see. But anyway, let, while I practice, here's what I here's my message to the voters of the city of Manchester. Go. Hello, Manchester. I'm Rich Gerard. Though I'm fortunate to not have an opponent, I still wanted to take time to speak with you because I'm worried about the district and need your help. There's a dark ethical cloud hanging over the school board, and it's affecting the quality of our schools. Decisions made in the interest of politicians are rarely good for the kids, their parents, or the taxpayers, and we've seen all too many of them. Fresh in everybody's mind is the scandal involving the deliberate leaking of confidential personnel information by board member Nancy Tessier. As if that violation of board policies, provisions of the charter, and laws of the state wasn't enough, The board added insult to injury when it refused to release the findings of an independent investigation and voted to receive and file the matter. Whose interest did their votes really serve? 
As you probably also know, there's been multiple votes against terminating the taxpayer-provided health and dental benefits the board gives itself. While voting to preserve its perks, the board also voted to cut money from books, supplies, cleaning, maintenance, and more. Whose interest did their votes really serve? Another vote came when the board gave space to an outside agency to use as a preschool. The board members who supported this were endorsed by the Save the Children Action Network, a Washington, D.C.-based political action committee that came uninvited to our city in the last election and spent almost $100,000 in the campaign. Save the Children was a key participant in the proposals that came before the board, which ultimately approved using a portable building at the district's most crowded school, Northwest Elementary, whose interest did their votes really serve. In the next term, the board will start negotiations with the teachers' union on a new contract. Two years ago, the union's support of candidates that voted for their contract, or would have had they been on the board, was a deciding factor in a number of close races. That contract cost the taxpayers almost twice as much money in higher salaries, retirement, and taxes as it saved in health insurance, paralyzing the district's ability to respond to student needs and ultimately leading to the layoff of more than a dozen teachers. They're back at it with their endorsements again in this election, which begs the question, whose interest will their votes really serve? Here's how you can help. It's important to re-elect Deb Langton in Ward 2 and Lisa Freeman in Ward 5. Their opponents have been and would continue to be part of the same self-serving cast of characters who say it's all about the kids, but who vote to protect themselves and their friends. It's as important to take a close look at the incumbents in Wards 1, 4, 6, 8, 11, and 12. Their votes have answered the question, whose interests have their votes really served? Sadly, it's not those of the kids, their parents, or the taxpayers. So when you go to the polls, please vote for people who aren't part of the system that perpetuates these petty personal politics and whose votes will, for real, demonstrate that they've got the best interests of the kids and the community in mind. Even though I'm unopposed, I ask for your vote on November 7th, if for no other reason than to send a message. I look forward to seeing you at the polls, if not on your doorstep, beforehand. Thank you, God bless, and God bless the city. Yeah, cut me off at the end. God bless the city of Manchester. So there it is, and that's how I see this school board race, because that's how I see the fundamental uh, issues is one ultimately of the integrity of the people involved and the personal motivations that get in the way of having discussions. And you can quibble and you can quarrel. You know, I did try to, uh, <laughs> I, you know, as I was going through it, <clears throat> listen, listening to it, I should have added, uh, you know, please reelect Mayor Ted Gatzis to the list with Lisa Freeman and, and Debbie Langton. Uh, because Joyce Craig would be no better. Joyce Craig, in my opinion, as chairman of the school board, would empower the very block of people that is pulling, has been pulling all of these shenanigans. They've all endorsed her. Um, you know, uh, DeRozier, Van Houten, Ambrosie, Connors, uh, you know, uh, Tessier, that uh, Bergeron, that that whole group in there. Um have endorsed her, as is Dave Scannell, who's running in Ward 2, as has uh, Kathy Staub, who's running in Ward 5. That cabal, if it were in um, uh, in charge with uh, Joyce Craig as mayor, forget it. I, I will predict that Superintendent Vargas will leave the district if that happens, and uh, I-, I predict we'll return to the good old days of fad policies and, and s- just 
stupid discussions that ruled the day when Deborah Livingston was not only the superintendent, but unchallenged by any of them on anything that she or her disastrous administration did um, in this school district. If that's what you want, Manchester, is a return to uh, people who come up with the Manchester academic standards telling us what a great set of this, that, and the other thing they did and how innovative it was when, yeah, it was innovative if you consider being deceived uh, uh, into a rewrite of the Common Core. If you consider that innovative, great. If you consider uh, you know, adopting a standards-based curriculum without telling the school board that you're going to yank every single elementary math book out of the school buildings – because they're inconsistent with the new standards you just developed and give them away. I mean, if this is the kind of stuff that you want to see happen in the Manchester school board, by all means vote for Joyce Craig and vote for, uh, you know, the rest of them that we've mentioned, vote for Ambrosi, vote for Leslie want, although <laughs> vote for Dan Bergeron, vote for Kathy Staub, vote for Dave Scannell, vote for Nancy Tessier, I mean, I know she's un, I know she's uh, unchallenged as I am. We're we're both uncontested, but you know what? You can send messages by who you do and don't vote for. Vote for Erica Connors. Uh, you know, vote for Kate DeRozier. Vote for um, uh, which call it? Vote for Connie Van Houten, and you'll get more of what you got. You know, people who you know who let a certain clique of administrators uh, run the roost. That uh, that that same clique of administrators. Um, well, let's just say their tactics in dealing with their subordinates weren't always appreciated by the subordinates, at least not the ones that uh, have spoken to me. Yeah, y- you know, who... Uh, it's what you want. And, and, but, you know, listen, people who sit there, people who live in million-dollar houses uh, but proclaim the need at one point to have taxpayer-provided health benefits, I caught an interview with Kathy Staub on Manchester Public TV Oh no, I won't take the I won't take the the health benefits again because quote I don't need them anymore. Oh, so if Kathy Staub needs something for her own personal circumstance, she'll vote for it, uh, like she voted to yeah, to maintain the health benefits when she was a member on the board. She took them as a member of the board, but if she doesn't need it, well, then the kids can have the money that would otherwise go to take care of her needs. Really. She oh no she oh no well I needed them but I don't need them anymore so I won't I you know I won't take them she won't vote to eliminate them because God knows she might need them again well that means if she needs them guess what kids don't get something so you've got people like this and I do believe it all I do I do believe it all um, hinges on priorities. You tell me, I've, I've told my kids, I've been in politics for a long time, and when it comes to politics and politicians, you pay attention to what they say, you lose. You pay attention to what they do, how they vote, who they surround themselves with, you figure it out, and you win. So when you've got, uh, you know, these to me are the fundamental issues, just like when I ran two years ago transparency and honesty were my fundamental issues. I mean, I could have pounded people with issue after issue after issue, but at the end of the day, I ran because the district was willfully lying to the public. School board members were willfully allowing it to happen. You know, there was zero transparency. There was even less accountability. 
And I ran fundamentally to change that. And I think we made some good strides, especially, you know, working with people like uh, Debbie Langton in Ward 2 and Arthur Beaudry in Ward 9, who have long been outmanned and outgunned on the questions of transparency with the public. With the addition of people like uh, uh, Lisa Freeman uh, to the board, we created a strong enough group of people to to start making changes uh, and, and to start turning the tide. Well, the same time, this the same thing is present with us this year, folks. Only now we have concrete proof when they vote for their own benefits, even though some of them live in million-dollar houses and many of them are successful business people, right? You live in a million-dollar house, but you, quote, need, end quote, city health insurance benefits because, well, I, I have to go home and tell my husband that we can't have health insurance anymore? I didn't say that. Ambrosi did. Right? You vote for your own benefits. You vote not to release an investigative report. And there are a whole bunch of other votes, which if I could talk about, I would. But they take place in non-public sessions. So I tell you, when you need to take a look at the incumbents in Ward 1, Ward 4, Ward 6, Ward 8, Ward 11, Ward 12... There's good reason for it, folks. There's good reason for it. And by the way, well, I'm going to hold that surprise till later. So there it is. I'd like your feedback. 606-6762 on my three-minute speech. Am I off the reservation or am I dead on target? This is Gerard at Large. 